city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. What a week it's been for New York sports. For some and for others, it's been dreadful. Last night, the Jets continue their winless, horrible start to a season, losing 37-28 to the Denver Broncos. We'll get into the New York Giants and the New York Jets in a little while. Which team needs – are they going to give up? on one of their quarterbacks already, and who may it be? Is it going to be DJ, or is it going to be Sam Donald? We'll talk about that and the games throughout week four. Which franchise, honestly, is the worst? Trevor? I don't know. They're the two, they are the two worst teams in the NFL currently. Are they the two worst teams in New York? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you got the Mets. The Mets. We get, we'll talk worst. about that. But there was good for New York teams. The New York Yankees. Our New York Yankees are going on to the ALDS, where they're taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. And it was a scary. It was scary. And Joseph, why don't you just join in right now? Because I know you're waiting for us currently. And there he is. What a night it was Wednesday night. Scary, long game, six hours long. My goodness, I haven't seen anything like it. I was surprised the Yankees held on, and I was a little nervous throughout that game. There were points that I felt like if we lose this game, I didn't know if we were going to win Game Three. It was that nerve wracking for me as a Yankee fan. And Joe, now we're playing the Rays. We've seen this before. The Yankees, they take care of round one. Now they go to a team that they've struggled with. Red Sox, the Astros in the past. Now it's the Rays. So here we go. This is the matchup we've been waiting for. Kevin Cash, early in this year, said, hey, I got a couple guys that are that will throw 98 or 99 miles per hour. So they're waiting. So this has been the matchup we've been waiting. This is not the matchup that should be going on. Because I don't like the format, first of all, I want to just say this. I don't like the format the MLB used. Because if you're the one seed and you're the Rays, you don't want to play the Yankees right now. The Yankees are not the lowest seed right now in advance. It's the Astros. The Rays should be playing the Astros and the Yankees should be playing the A's. Because that is how, in normal brackets, the one plays the four. The one doesn't play the three and the two doesn't play the four. That's not how it goes. Okay. Yeah. You, if, if the, the benefit of having the number one seed is supposed to have the easiest road to the championship. If I'm the Rays, I know I've beaten the Yankees eight out of ten times this year. Good for you. But what are you going to do in the playoffs? Do you really? It's like the Yankees. Do you really want to face the Red Sox in the playoffs? You could be ten and zero against them. Do you really want to face the Red Sox? No, you don't. So, but with that being said, congratulations, New York Yankees, your advance. Joe, how are you feeling throughout that night? I mean, I know I was up I mean, and down. Do you guys agree? I'm sorry. I know you were going on to another side, but do, I mean, I just made a point. Do you do you guys the disagree with what I'm saying? The playoff the, If I'm a Rays fan, then I have to play the Yankees. You could be like, yeah, well, I have beaten them. But do you really? If you're a Rays fan, do you really want to play the Yankees right now? I feel, yeah, Joe. Go ahead. Well, look, I, you know, I, I would say this. You know, I, I the the Rays dominated the Yankees 100 percent this year, but. On the bright side, I, I think you have to consider the fact that the Yankees are due and the Yankees are playing better than they have before. And I think if you saw anything from this this two-game sweep of the Cleveland Indians, it was the Yankees played perfect baseball. They played good fundamentals, no outs on the bases, no booting the ball around. The pitching was pretty tight. The bullpen did a good job for the most part. They lit up these really good Cleveland Indian pitchers. If the Yankees hit the Rays, if the Yankees starters pitch like they're capable of going, 
the Yankees have nothing to fear in Tampa. Regardless, you know, my whole thought going into the postseason this year is it, it didn't matter where you were seated. It's all weird. And they're playing in San Diego. So it's not even like Tampa gets the benefit of playing in that dump of a field that they have. So to me, all things considered on a neutral site, I Real think. Question is, do you like those? Do you like that it's on a neutral site, these no. playoff series? No, I think it's stupid. It, I, it, I, I mean, that's know. not how it works. I, I agree with you. But, well, you know what's crazy? I was saying to one of my coworkers because he's a huge Yankee fan. I'm like, literally watches every Yankee baseball game. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he's the type of guy, like he told me, he's a football fan, Giant fan, that even on his uh, honeymoon, Giants were playing, and he was he told his wife, listen, the Giants are at 1 o'clock. For three hours, I'm going to go watch the Giants. Like, you can join, or you could go have, like, you get to go do your spa day. That's how exactly, wow. I, that's how exactly well, I want my life. With that being said, <laughs> I asked, I said, you know, um, sports aside, the health concern – COVID has just hit 30 states that turned into red. I believe, isn't California red? Like, aren't they in a COVID state? So what I'm saying is, why are the games moving to West Coast? And that means another thing is, I don't know how to affect the Yankees and Rays, but that means all the games are going to be 4 o'clock games because it's 7 o'clock Eastern time, and they're not going to put the Yankees on in the middle of the day. I'm sorry, but Yankees are going to be prime time 7 o'clock, and then the Dodgers and those teams will be on the 10 o'clock slate. Mm -hmm. But, you know, does that affect the team? But I just – I can't believe that there's not a place on the East Coast – they could have played in New York. Could have played. I could have played. Could have played. I mean, the cases are starting to rise again throughout the country, so we're going to see how that happens. It's affecting the. NFL. I think that plays. It's affecting the NFL. For now, finally, it hit the big boy. The NFL finally went after that, so we got to see how that's going to happen for the NFL. Not trying to sidetrack, but you got to see now because this is a whole other thing that we got. They're going to different. Real quick, real yeah. quick. Ted was right. You know, they could have done this in New York because it's not like city field is being used. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know. If you, if, you didn't want, if, you didn't want, if you didn't want the game at Yankee Stadium, so it didn't feel like the Yankees had a you game, love, you, you love, you could put it you just field. love going after the Mets any, any time you have, well, right? Because you know what? I, I wouldn't go after Mets and Mets fans if they just weren't always running. The, when, when you're like a lovable loser, you get a free pass. You just start running your mouth about how good your pitching is, and then you come in fourth place. I have to laugh at you. I can't help it. I mean, even the Marlins made the playoffs. Even the Marlins made the playoffs. I mean, we'll give, we'll give the Nationals a pass. Everybody in the NL East made the playoffs except for the Mets. Yeah, no, and the, and the, 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 the Nationals and the Phils didn't make it either. No, the I know. Nah, the Nobody Mets. Cares. About those Nobody two. cares. Nobody no, cares. Nobody cares. Who cares? This is what, like, this series, we've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for the Rays because, look, they've been the best team in the AL all year. So, anybody, I know the Yankees had a brief period of being the number one team. But for most of the season, it's been the Rays AL. It's always has been. So we're going against the top dog. Haven't had their number. They've had our number. That's been our kryptonite. I'm going to ask you, Yankees win this series if. Ted, I want you to start. Yankees win if. The, the players that we had talked about before the first round series, when we both, all three of us made predictions, and you said, we had, you, Trev, you asked you guys, who's got the, you said, what Yankee has the most important? And I said, most important I, said, I said, Judge. And Glaber and Glaber, and I really felt that way because Glaber last year was the best player on the team. He he was he was considered MVP type talent last DJ. year. All right. Oh, I know. I I'm, I'm not. I think DJ has been the best but player in the Yankees he, he, past two seasons. I think. Tell me somebody. Tell me something. Yeah. I'm wrong. But I've become spoiled already about DJ Lemayu because I'm like, all this guy does is hit. I'm more shocked when he doesn't get a hit than when he does get a hit. You know, and you don't say that about many good 
um, many baseball players nowadays because just look at the series. The Yankees the other night, there was 19 total walks in the game, tied to MLB Ridiculous. record. Ridiculous. And in the game before that, earlier during the day, the Reds game against the uh, Braves right. had 37 strikeouts. So the game is all about walks, home runs, and strikeouts. That's it. You don't need to see three, four, five hits put together. It's a hit, a walk, a home run, boom, two outs in a row. That's how it goes. That's what we're looking. That's what baseball has become. Even Erod said it the other day. But if guys like Judge, right in that first hit, boom, you jump on the best pitcher in baseball this season, eight and one, Shane Bieber, and you jump on him two nothing, bang, bing, you know, you hit a boop and a blast, like they say, you're up two nothing. It's a mindset game. And then Glaber goes four for four. If you get these guys to produce, like, and don't forget, these guys weren't healthy; and they didn't play against the Rays. You know, what would the Yankees be if they had a full talented team? And Joe, you made a, you gave me a stat earlier, and I'm going to use it off of you. Stan, when he's in the lineup, the Yankees are seven and zero. So you know, look at the big guns. That's the lineup, right? I mean, this is and those guys have and those guys have come up clutch. Stan hit the two home runs in the first round. Glaber had a good day the other night. Judge, if we get Judge starting to go, I mean, he hit the home run in game Sanchez one. But Sanchez come up clutch the other night. I know it was, but who cares? It's clutch. DJ being DJ, that was huge for them. Garrett Cole looked amazing, every bit amazing, like we expected him to be. It's just, and let me say this: the MVP of that first round was Gio Urshela because he makes two of the biggest plays of that entire night. He makes the play. If the Yankees advance, oh, if the play. Yankees advance to the World Series or even win, that play will be the play of the postseason for the New York Yankees. It will be, Joe, how about this? The flip 2.0. Not the, not the real, but the double play. You think about that. Cleveland's going in. They're, they're going to they're gonna score. The game, it looks like they're going to open the gates up, the floodgates. This is it. Here we go. Game two, Yankees use a heartbeat. Bam. Gio comes in, makes a huge play, the beautiful dive. I mean, he's amazing. His third baseman skills, he's up at the top with Arenado, Machado. He's right there defensively, and he was clutch at the, at in the, in the bat as well. So Gio Urshela right there. If the Yankees get to the World Series, if they win it, that will be the play that we talk about that propelled the Yankees to – Greater heights. So you said Gio, and you were talking about Gio, but Gio, to Trevor's previous question, he asked you, what do the Yankees have to do? To if win? the Yankees win, Yankees will win this series if. The Yankees will win the series against the Tampa Rays if they play good fundamental baseball. If they're kicking the ball around, giving, you know, making errors, giving Tampa extra outs and innings getting thrown out on the base paths. If the Yankees play a sloppy series, that's how they're going to lose it because you can't, you can't mess around with Tampa Bay. You got to play your best baseball with Tampa Bay. As far as who's got to carry this team, the, the, the guy I've been looking at, and, and I said this from the, the beginning of the series that to me, the Yankees are going to go as far as Aaron judge will take them in this postseason. And I think he has to. And I, this is going to almost sound a little bit silly, and, and it's not – hear me out for a second. He's been in the postseason now four years in a row. The Yankees have not gotten to the World Series. It's, it's his team. It's been on his back. This would be another failure on his part. And he's been great in the postseason, but great players – Lead their teams, get their yeah. teams over the hump. They take them to great. Yeah, they take them to where you expect them to be. Championships, exactly. He's got Garrett Cole. We've got Tanaka. Hap's been outstanding of late. So there's no there's no excuses for this team. If Aaron Judge has a big series against Tampa, guaranteed that the Yankees 
are advancing into the next round. If Aaron Judge struggles like he did after the home run in the series against Cleveland, I don't know how they're going to best this team in a five-gamer. All right, quickly for me, my thing would be bullpen. I think the bullpen's been the backbone of this Yankees team since this this whole run has happened. This has that, been their hold worst. On, hold on, hold on. Oh, I was gonna Let say, me this just has let... been their worst situational bullpen use in the last three years. Like they were great three years ago. Last year they had a little more. This year was their worst part. So just let just let me roll with the punches. Bro. No, but I was gonna. My God, I, my goodness. Yeah, I know. You got it. You got it. You're Ted. You're Ted. I know, Ted. Don't touch. I'll have another chicken part. My God. Listen, have another chicken. I want another. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was gonna agree with you. Okay, so let me let me. That's why you're bringing them up. Let me get to my point. I let you guys all talk. I was very generous and was very kind to all you fine gentlemen on this show. On this great show that we are streaming also on all social media platforms at Keys to the City as well. YouTube. So follow us, check us out, and subscribe. Go ahead, honey. So let's go, sweetheart. The Yankees, like I said, the bullpen has been the backbone since 2017, since this whole run really started, even with Girardi and now with Boom. It's always been their greatest strength. I know the home run, they got the big bats, but it's always been their greatest strength. They've always had to rely on it. Like you said, Ted, they have dominant, they haven't looked up to par this year, but this is the opportunity for them to be the New York Yankees bullpen. If that New York Yankees bullpen is shut down, lights out, the Yankees will have, I don't think, a problem in this series because of the fact that this offense is good enough to carry them. But if that bullpen does its part, they should. Ex I expect them to win that. That's plain and simple. Yankees lose this series if. There's a possibility Yankees could lose. So if the Yankees lose, that, why? I mean, that's easy. It's the same things that make made them lose eight out of ten games during the regular season. Like Joe said, fundamental baseball. But I was going to make a point, and this is the reason why I say it, is game one, the Yankees did it the way the Yankees, we expected them. Blowout bombs, right? You know, um, Yankee bombers. You know, just home run Yankee after home run. Bombers, in, bombers, yeah. All right? Well, how did they win game two? They, they came back from behind, and they showed – fight and they had clutch at bats and Sanchez to get the sack fight when they needed to and DJ to get the hit and you know Gio to jump on him on a grand slam and those little things about doing good baseball right yep. and and what made them win that first series Cole was the best pitcher in baseball on Monday on Tuesday night and that's what he has to be because when you're gonna face a guy like Blake Snell and Tyler Glassano you we gotta beat one of them all right we can't go over to this it can't be Kurt Schilling and um excuse me Randy Johnson yeah, it, it can't be because Five games set, those guys can pitch. But the Yankees Three do have the five games that can match them. Cole is Cole and Tanaka in the postseason. I know the other night was a struggle because of the way that MLB handled that weather situation. But Tanaka in the postseason, as we know, coming into Wednesday's game or Tuesday, whenever with the Tuesday, other, Wednesday, Tuesday, was Wednesday, okay, was a 1.56 ERA. So he's dominated. His record doesn't show it, but his ERA shows it. He's been dominant in the postseason. You can match those two up. That's, a, I mean, Cole versus Glassano, I'll take Cole. And then Tanaka versus Snell. That's a toss-up. Snell, look, Snell's been great since coming onto the scene. But Tanaka, we know what he does in I the just, postseason. Hap is the question mark always going into game three. I just want to see clutch hitting. Clutch hitting. Because that's what I think about when I think about the early 90s teams of the Yankees. Clutch hitting. Yep. You know what I mean? They started now, last night. They started the other night. Just, the night you know, they you don't it. have they to score every clutch. time at bat. But every other time, guys on second, get them in. Find a way. I said the other night, guys on second, two-sack fly should get you the guy in every time. And you still have one and they out did their part. part. Everybody did it. Out, Sanchez so. did his part. Geo did his part. Because that's what Tampa does. They, they get you with two outs, and they would score clutch three runs on two clutch outs. Clutch And that's big. Joe, Yankees lose this series if. Uh, if Garrett Cole doesn't win two games, they definitely will lose the series. He's definitely got to win his starts. 
Um, and again, I, I really think, I think if Aaron judge doesn't have a big series, then I, I don't think that the Yankees can go very far. I think they're at their best when he's playing his best. Yeah. You look up and down that lineup, especially if you're going to keep running him out in the two hole. He's really got to start producing at this point, or, you know, you're, you're going to see first Voight will hit second and he'll drop to third. We didn't mention his name this entire time. Which Think is so that. ridiculous because you know I I, I he was the home run leader Joe. <laughs> look, there's there's two guys on this Yankee team who are bona fide superstars who get absolutely no credit. Luke Voigt and, and right Gio. across the diamond, Gio Rochella. These guys are like literally all star caliber superstar players, and they I get the, no yeah. love from anybody. That's good. I like that. I have the underdog role. Let's let's before we get into the NFL. The AL side, we got our final four. The NL is still waiting on two games today. We could have two elimination games. We could have the cards, and we got the cards against the Padres game three, deciding game three, and then could the Marlins upset the Cubs? That's a possibility. So we can't make our NLCS predictions, or could we? Do we see the Marlins come back, yes or no? No. Well, Marlins oh, do, the, do, the, do the Cubs come back, yes or no? And then who wins game three? They got Darvish. And then who? Tonight. And then game three, who wins tonight? Padres or Cards? How about you got to like the you got to like the Cubs tonight with Darvish going. Okay. You know he's had such a great year, and this would be a big redemption for him to get over a hump and, and get this team into the. You next got the, round. you got the um the new kids on the block, or you got the, oh, that you got you got the Cardinals. The Wait, old right, the, the old blue chip veteran type presence. Do they win? And are they going again? Do you know the oh, Cardinals? Wait, got, do you know the Cardinals were sixty eight and one. In their history of baseball, when they led by more than four runs in a game, it's crazy. Machado and and wow. Tatis, amazing. Those well, Will guys, Myers and him, and Will runs. Myers too. So, do we got the Cards or we got the Padres? Uh, it's going to be the Cardinals. I think the Padres, with all the pitching stuff coming in, the the pitching problems, losing Clevenger and uh, Danielson, there it, it was just too much. To, it, you're facing one of the best pitchers in the Didn't National Paddock League. Good luck. Too? Didn't Paddock get hurt too? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're in rough shape. Could they ride that momentum? I that's would say a that, big win for I would say young the group. I would say the cards. You know what I mean? And that type of momentum can propel you past maybe not not maybe not the next series, but at least sign me series. up for that Dodgers uh, Padres you, series, though. But I if that you, happens, I'm going to take the it. cards because a lot of these players have been there before. This is not their first rodeo. Yanni Merlina, come on, you, you think he's never lost a game? I'm going, and then so for them to fight back, I think Flaherty is one of the best pitchers in the NFL. I'll take the cards. I would have took them. In the series, anyways. Do I go with the upset? Do and I, go and the I think the Cubs come back. I okay. think the Cubs back. Do we? Do I got the cards or do I got the Padres? Hmm. Do I go against you guys again? Hmm. Do it. Yeah, let's go with it. I'll go with the Padres. Screw it. I like what Todd said. I like. No, I'm not doing no sub. We already got something going in the in the next segment. Okay. Joe's trying to propel for himself. Yeah, you know now that he got his he stupid sub. Now that he got his sub. Now he's being really picky with the bets, as he doesn't want to have to pay. You think he would just be happy to no, go to Weatherfield Peace Out? And he's going to get two. Don't get greedy over here with me. No, yeah, give me another four of those. My God, Weatherfield Pizza House, amazing. Gotta Joe, if you out. have not been here and you, you gotta shout them out, and you live up here, go to the Weatherford Pizza House. Joe, thank you for telling us. Even Ralph mentioned you gotta go check this place. So thank you both of you for letting us know. They didn't let us know. They didn't let us down. This was on Facebook. We said I'm gonna go with the Padres. I love what Tatis and Machado and Will Myers are doing. That's could rise them right up. But the cards are tricky. You never know with them. And then the ALCS. I got the Yanks and I got the Astros. I think this is destiny to happen. This is ironic to happen, and it's gonna happen in 2020, the year of the unknown. One of the unknown. One of the Knowns that we knew was coming was going to be the Yankees at Astros. We're going to face each other at some point hey, this quick, season. Quick, quick and it's going to go in the ALCS. Quick question. I got the Yankees I winning in 
I was going to say that. I got the Yankees winning in four. The Yankees winning in five. Hey, Yankees winning in four. Actually, if the Yankees are winning, they're probably going to win in four. Probably, what do you got, Joe? Probably losing. I'm going to take the Yankees in five. Okay, Yankees in five, Yankees in five, Yankees in four. And I got the Astros. Are we all on the Astros or the Athletics? I, I mean, I think the team? Athletics are the better team. I want the Astros so bad. Yeah, is Mike Fears going to hit one of their guys? Is Game one pitching. Are they going to fight? See what happens. I mean, listen, think about the storyline. It's going to be a lot of fun. Those next two storylines going forward could be A's, A's against the Astros and the Yankees possibility. Both division Ooh. rivals. Uh, nothing would make me happier than seeing Garrett Cole clinch the Yankees trip to the World Series with, with the Astros all sitting there watching. I, that would be... That would Ironic. be the greatest it's, thing that ever happened in sport. A sweet taste. And guess what? They don't have Verlander, so that could be a big deal. Yeah. Don't know what's going to happen, but the Athletics are a tricky team. They can have a really good – you never know. They're a good team. I have a match happening. It's going to be interesting. Both of these te four teams, there's bad blood between both in these both matchups. Yes. So that's going to be fun to watch going if, going forward. Baseball, I'm excited to see what the, what the rest of the playoffs is going to look like. All I know is the Yankees are doing well. But also, when there's good, there's bad, and there is a lot of bad in New York. Not named the New York Yankees, but we got to go talk because we are in during the boys of fall time. The New York Football Giants and the New York Jets. I don't. How you My, smile when you say that? No, I. It's comical because of there's how nothing comical. No, about. yes, it is. They are atrocities. Both teams are an atrocity. They're garbage. I wouldn't be they smiling. Are, no, it's comical. It's not. I want to rip their heads off. Said, it's not. Yeah, we know. What, I'm pissed off too, Ted. But it's comical how bad both of these teams are. And really. They couldn't even make a good football team together. Did you look at that? What did you guys think of that team? I sent you guys an article of if you put the Jets and Giants put together, I could still see them winning only five games maybe. Luckily. Maybe. Well, here's the thing: the Jets could be a little bit better if, if their main linebacker didn't opt out. But maybe he's smart. He maybe he's the smartest one not playing on the Jets this season. Huh? So, so the, sitting out and not have to deal with this crap. So the Jets lose. They're zero four. The Giants are going to have a struggling matchup against Aaron Donald and that Rams team, who is very good. Could easily be three and zero. Aaron right Donald now. might set the NFL record. And for one of the, that's a bold prediction. I Daniel like Jones it. better be ready to run. The Rams are a good team. They should be possibly three and zero. This is one of the better teams in the NFC. They could have a field day against this team, this giant team. It's it's not going to be pretty. And on top of it, it's a four o'clock game. So my goodness, why? Why can't you just play at one? Can't you just play at nine o'clock in the morning when we're sleeping and get it over with? I don't care if it's at six o'clock in the morning in LA. Get it out of here. No, my thing is, is both of these teams are right now. Bad, really bad. Like bad, historically bad in the Jets and Giants history. The Jets were averaging twelve points. My question points to both of you: Can't believe they scored. I mean, last they scored last night. Five field goals. Yeah. Five field goals. Who had Sam Ficken? Who had Sam Ficken in fantasy? No I don't. One. No one did. No one. My thing is the Jets across the fifty. So these two teams, most people, I know it's only been four weeks. It's about to be a quarter of the season, but are the are these two teams? realistically going to be the one and two pick next year. And if so, there is a guy named Trevor Lawrence that's coming out. There's a guy named Justin Fields that's coming out. There's also another left tackle that's supposedly a generation of talent and Penny Sewell from Oregon, the left tackle. So if the Giants and Jets are one and two, would either of these teams, this is a question for both of you, would either of these teams give up on their quarterbacks? And I say give up, you don't say it's not giving up. It's yeah, it is because realistically, Daniel Jones is fighting for Dan, uh, Dave Gettleman's job. 
and fighting Sam, for his own damn and job. he's fighting for his job. And Sam Darnold is 0-4. There's been some bright spots for him, but more of the negatives from him. And it just hasn't been good for either team. So, guys, would either one of these teams move on? And if so, who do you think more likely? Well, I think right now the Jets are more likely because Darnold's in year three. And this is, I mean, it's, you know, it's time to deliver. And 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 they look worse. And and we talked, you know, last show about the regression of Sam Darnold. But how so, much is it fault, though? How much is it fault? How much is it the lack of blame? Is how much the lack is it the talent and coaching around him? And, and Look, I it, that it, if, if they that. fire Joe Howard and Adam Gase and they bring in a new regime, you, you don't think that new regime's going to want to grab Trevor Lawrence and build from the ground up? That's what well, I would do. Well, I think that's what any. Would the Giants do the same thing? Knowing realistically, and I already said it, Dave Gettleman's going to be fired. There's just no ifs, ands, or about him. He's going to get fired, so they're going to bring in a new GM. So if they do bring in GM, a younger GM, something like that, a fresh and a, a breath of fresh well, air, Judge is going to have to what, have a say. What, okay, absolutely. What would they do if they had the number one pick? Would they take Trevor Lawrence? No, I think the Giants would trade out and get as many assets because that's the Giants. I think that might that's be the Giants. But here's the but problem. But that's a that's a good but, thing to do. Look, right? I, I, I would say, look, as much you you say how important it is as far as Gettleman's job, and that might be true. And 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 listen, if he shows them he's the guy and they end up with the number one or two overall pick. Well, then they know he to, to get a superstar, build his team up, maybe get him another weapon or whatever the case may be. When you look at these two teams, he is auditioning to be their franchise quarterback. And I understand Look, it's technically it hasn't even been one calendar season yet, or maybe it's officially been one calendar season. Whatever the case He's got to finish this season strong. He didn't finish last season strong. All the success Daniel Jones had last season all came early. And then he tailed off, and he's off to a terrible start this year. And I understand the offensive line is god-awful. But at the same time, he doesn't – he hasn't instilled any confidence in anyone to think, well – you know, he, well, he plays, plays well despite, despite the offensive line. It's we're just blaming the offensive line for everything. Well, here's the thing I said to Trevor on the way up when we, before we got to the house, before we started doing this. I said, Listen, the problem you're going to have, though, is the, this, the experts on the outside looking in are saying Trevor Lawrence is a generation, Andrew Luck, John Elway, that Peyton Manning type quarterback. That's at least from everyone you at least talk to or read about Twitter, post, newspapers, online, Trevor Lawrence is the next big thing. If you happen to pass up on him and he goes to another team and he becomes what a lot of people expect, you're going to have a tough time telling your fan base going forward that you're trustworthy as an organization because guys like this don't come around. They come around every 10 years, give or take, right? If you're in New York Jets and you really haven't had a, a franchise quarterback, listen, Sam Darnold was supposed to be that guy, but he is currently not because of the state of the entire team. The problem that I have, though, with taking Trevor Lawrence, even though I probably would too, because you need to get the quarterback right before you can get anything else, is both the Giants and Jets, we joked about it before, if you put them together, they wouldn't make a team a good team. So what does that say? Both teams more than need more than just a quarterback. That's exactly to what be I successful. wanted to get. I wanted the Giants to need the Giants need the linebacker. From head they to Jamar from head Chase. to toe, the Jets need a receiver. From head to they toe. need a younger running back. They need a they head need coach. coach. They need to find a head coach because Gase is going to get fired. 
The Giants are going to need a new Giants GM. Giants got a good coach. They just don't have the personnel. Go- the execute. Giants are going to need a new GM. So both of these teams from top to bottom have glaring holes. They're going to need more than but just I'm talking a about Trevor players. Lawrence or a Justin Fields. These two teams are bad for a reason. Look at the these talent. Two, these two teams have been bad for some time now for a reason. Bad drafts, bad management, bad head coaching. The Redskins have more talent than both the Giants and, and, and bad and just the play, and the draft the and the draft picks just haven't panned out. The play hasn't been good. So right there just shows a lot more than oh yeah, let's just get Trevor Lawrence and it's oh, we'll be saved forever. No, nope. it just doesn't have, look like Sam Darnold on the Jets. That's not how it works. It doesn't work that way, ladies and gentlemen. For anybody that just started watching football, it starts at the top. Yeah, exactly. Gase is the problem for sure. Yeah, but he, he is. Listen, he, but yeah. there is a lot okay. of problems from top to but bottom historically. Do you know any even of before do you Gase? Know, hold on. Even hold on. Even before Gase came, they were bad with Todd Bowles. Um, so you can't okay. just blame the head but coach. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you a question. No, he was success, successful in his first full season. He was. He went nine and seven, and just like just like so did Rex Ryan. Every Jets coach in his first year. All the way back, going back the last 15 years, it was all successful in their first years. Go look back since the Parcells years. They've all been 9 they've seven, been, 10 and 6. Here's the problem. Yeah. There is no talent on this team. I bet you guys can't name me one receiver on the Jets right now. Perriman. Rashad Perriman. He's hurt right now. Berrios. Jamison right. Crowder. Crowder. Okay, okay. okay. Crowder. I just named three. Okay, Berrios, Crowder. I just also named Chris three. Hogan. Chris Hogan's on the team. Oh, but what Chris Hernandez. But you're, you're, who do you want else you want? But you're, you're – Saying that to you is almost like, hey, Trevor, what's, what's asking a mathematician what's two plus two? You know that. Anybody they knows that. No, they don't. Four. Because you, maybe it's five, I you, think. Because you don't really know I think it's five, the seven. talent on the Jets because they have none. Their best player they trade, was traded away to Seattle. Their other best player is sitting out in COVID, C.J. Mosley. Their their, th- their third best player is, has an hamstring injury in Le'Veon Bell. They have no receiver. They have no tight end. They're, they have a rookie starting left tackle who, who eventually will be really good because he's good. He showed much promise so far in three three games so far. But this team has no talent. The Giants have no talent. You were talking, and I want to interrupt you, but I said the Redskins. I mean, they're not a good team, but they have talent. Yeah. Like, look at that defensive front seven. That front line. That I mean, look at all the I mean, that well, look at all the zero and three teams or the winless teams right now. The Bengals have more talent. The Eagles, the Vikings, the Texans. They at least look better too. The um, Falcons. All those teams are winless. The Jets and Giants. They don't have a lot of talent. They don't. Those other good. teams. Yes, they're just bad right now. But they have. At I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a remark right now. You know what they look like, Joe? To me, is the XFL. Yeah. That's what they look like. They look like one of the XFL teams. The New York Guardians weren't good either. So it must be a New York. It's thing. just it's. It's really hard to watch right now as a fan because we're true Giant fans, and I'll always be a Giant fan. But Trevor turned the game off after the third quarter. For me not to even finish the game says uh, says so much volume. That's, happened, least, to should about, say to their, that's happened to me about three or four years since watching the That should say something to their organization. If the Giants were listening into us and be like, this is what your true fans look like, right? This is what real fans look like. These are people that if I had the money, I'd go to every Giant home game, but I can't afford the tickets every week. You guys stink. And you're not getting better. And you, and we sat down the car ride while we went to go get food. The Giants have gotten worse, I think, in the last three years. It feels like it, at least. Maybe we live in the moment, but the last three years, Joe, you're like, I'm like, Joe, is their offensive line worse in the last three years since getting you? are like, yes. You didn't even hesitate. Yeah. Sorry for my You know, I've taken right. a lot of flack uh, on my other podcast, John, about the G-Men for my blunt assessment of the fact that I think this team stinks. And it hurts me to say that. And I don't actively watch the Giants. Like, oh, no, I hope they lose. I mean, it breaks my heart every week to watch the way this team plays. And to see this team literally not taking steps forward 
it seems it's now like you've got that Scooby-Doo thing where your legs are just kind of and nothing's really happening, and it's frustrating. It's like, it's like quicksand. Like this, remember the thing quicksand? Yeah. The harder, the harder you try to get out, the farther deeper you fall in. 100% would say that both of these teams right now are heading in really bad directions and doesn't look any promising for the next 13, 14 games for both of these teams because it's going to be another long season in New York sports. Let me close out with this. We got some big matchups for some quarterbacks. I got three quarterbacks that I really want to talk about. Two of them are playing in the same game, and one plays on the Sunday night game. Carson Wentz has looked horrible. I know we've been talking a lot of quarterbacks throughout these first four weeks, but the quarterback play has been really good with Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Josh, Josh Allen. <laughs> I would Don't just forget those guys, those top four right now. And then you've seen quarterbacks that have been very bad right now. Some of them, Carson Wentz, is probably the biggest name that has looked really bad for a big-name quarterback. But the three quarterbacks that I want to talk about quickly, Baker Mayfield, Dak Prescott, and Carson Wentz, as I already spoke about. These three quarterbacks, one's looking for a massive deal. One's already paid, but is having a hard time not turning the ball over this year and staying healthy. So we have to see what happens with him. And another guy, he's coming up on a big team op- or player option, or, or team option, I should say. So is that team going to select, going to keep him? We don't know. That's still a TBD for Baker Mayfield. So yeah, the Browns and the Cowboys and then the Eagles. You look at all these three teams. These are three teams that have had high expectations the past couple of years, the past two years. And both the, and all three have not failed. been up to par. Just say it. Have not been up to par. They've, they've been failed. bad. They've been bad. They've all been bad. They've all been bad. No, they've been all bad. So, Dak, who is it more important for? Is it Dak, Mayfield, or Wentz? To have a big game this weekend. Well, the, well I mean, it's important for all three. Because I, 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 I know that. I know. I know. You just gonna, pick the freaking guy. Because I was going to reiterate, <laughs> Wentz, Wentz teams hasn't won a game yet. They tied last week, but they took a lot of flack for it. Hasn't played well. Dak hasn't got paid, like you said. And and then the Mayfield thing. Will the Browns pick up his fifth year option? But we had this little conversation. It's got to be Dak. Because let's just do the comparison right now. Browns are playing at the Cowboys this week. If the cow, if the Browns lose to the Cowboys, you'll say, well, there there were probably still the were, Browns. They were the Browns, right? Because who have they been? The Bengals and the Washington Redskins, which are not really good teams, and they got killed by the Ravens by thirty plus points. If Dak though loses to the Browns, you're going to start questioning his team. Be like, all right, well, they got lucky in one win because the Atlanta Falcons. Well, they won three. They should be on four. And with their number one offense in football, they lose to the Browns and Baker Mayfield. You're going to question the Cowboys so much more in Dak's ability to win games because I'm going to tell you a quick stat. The past three seasons, the leading passer in the league by yardage did not make the playoffs. Okay? Did not make the playoffs. And Dak right now is on pace for over 5,800 yards and over 30 touchdowns. Okay? He's almost averaging like 400 yards a game in passing. If the Cowboys don't win this division and don't start winning games, I don't care what stats you put up. It ain't going to make a difference because at the end of the day, it's about the wins and losses. It's all it is about Joseph, win games. And- I mean, Wentz might not be the starting quarterback in another two weeks if he doesn't win a game. So I would say immediately the guy that's got the biggest concern, uh, Carson Wentz, there's a replacement lined up and the fans are already calling for him. But, but you also got Andy Dalton. 
behind Dak, and it's only a one-year deal. You sign Wentz to a multi-year, $130 million deal, it, and it's not like the backup Jalen Hurts has a lot of experience like Nick Foles in behind Trubisky. You got Andy Dalton who's been to the playoffs. Maybe he's the type of jolt you need with a veteran presence. I don't know. I, Probably I, not because – I've been he, saying it's Dak because, well, Dak doesn't have the money. He just doesn't have that contract. Wentz is already sealed. It doesn't matter. He can play as bad as he wants. He'll still always have that guaranteed money under his, under his name. That's going to get paid by somebody. Just no, won't no, be the Cowboys. Yeah, it won't be the Cowboys, but most people, a lot of people like to play for the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. It's like just not us. I wouldn't want to play for the Cowboys, but it's like playing for the Yankees. It's that that name, the Lakers. Plain and simple, it's Dak because what Mayfield, we don't know what he's going to be after this year. He might not be a Brown. Wentz, we know what Wentz is. He's got his contract. Dak has not gotten the contract that he's been desperately wanting, and, it, and, and this is games – that he, I know the Browns aren't great, but this is games he should win. And if he loses a game like this, there's just no reason. There's no reason for it. They're the more talented team. They have the better quarterback, and they should win on Sunday, plain and simple. I feel like I should have went with uh, Mayfield so we all would have three different arguments. <laughs> no, but because I would say, hey, you know what, Mayfield, win these games. Prove to the, the Cleveland Browns fans and prove to the NFL that you can win a big game and you're not just you're not just playing against winning Quick, against that. Well, before we get out of here, Joe, we got to make a bet. Chiefs and uh, Patriots. It's a seven-point spread right now. So I got the Chiefs. I'm going with it. You think the Chiefs will beat the Patriots by more than seven? Uh, yeah. Joseph, you uh, – I'll tell back. you what I'm going to do, Trevor, because I like you, and I know you don't love the seven-point spread. I will take five points in this game and the Patriots. I'll do six. Do six. It's in between. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do six. Six. Get, I'll take six correct. points. I think the Patriots right. are going to win the game. you got to cut your deficit. You're down Now you're down two, so you got to mm -hmm. cut your deficit. Joseph <laughs> – as always, thanks, big guy. My pleasure. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube at Keys to the City. If you want new shirts, new hoodies, message us. We'll get to you as soon as possible as well. Black and blue and even maybe gray. What do we do? Like, we'll, black and we'll blue. Do whatever we'll do whatever people want to do as well. But thank you for watching. As always, you can check us out at Keys to the City. Clovercast Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. So you know you really viewing greatness In the making Double up on facts we stating Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation So what you saying, what we saying Prime information Facts, keys to the city We're locking the statements Streaming every Friday